For those of you who have lost money, like millions overnight. For those of you who are or have been in personal debt. For those of you who have been at rock bottom, ready to give up. Get ready because it's gonna get a whole lot worse. And that's a great thing. This is Below Zero to Hero, a brain dump by The Fail Coach, helping entrepreneurs develop a healthy relationship with failure. Look, failure can't be feared. It's the number one killer of creativity, ideas, dreams, and even entrepreneurs themselves. And it's thought will never get in your way again. With the right mindset, failure can be step one into a new journey of being a better leader, having better balance, better relationships, and most importantly, success. So bring it on. This is Below Zero to Hero with The Fail Coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brain Done by The Fail Coach. We have another amazing interview ahead of us. And today I have uh, Tommy with me. Tommy, hello. Welcome to the podcast. I super, super appreciate you for finding time to be our guest today. And uh, would you mind give us uh, a quick introduction into Tommy? Oh, I'd love to. So thank you, Miha. It feels, uh, I know we're quite a few miles apart. I'm in the Southeastern United States. You're in Serbia, but it feels like you're in my, uh, feels like in, you're in my kitchen and we, I wish we could have a cup of coffee or a beer together, brother, but this will work, right? <laughs> yes, it will have to work. Indeed, especially right now. So um, yeah, hey, I'm Tommy Breedlove. I am a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author of the book Legendary. And that book is about building and living legendary's lives. And it's the compilation of a lot of work that I've done over the past eight years, not only on myself, it's the playbook that I used on myself when I had uh, come through a lot of challenges, both in my personal and professional life. And uh, my entire movement, whether it's one-on-one -on -one coaching, the book, uh, running masterminds or in-person retreats, or when I'm on a, uh, a stage, it's all about building a holistic life of purpose and building financial confidence and freedom while reconquering our time. How do we build that inner circle or that board of directors of friends in our network? And uh, it, it, I also talk about things, and this is really helpful right now, is blocking out the noise of society, media, social media, and finally going into the more intangible things where we master our mindsets and we cultivate unconditional self-love for ourselves so that we can have true intimate relationships with our significant others, our friends and family. And so that's a little bit about pro pers professionally. Personally, I have two dogs. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. For those international, that is in the Southeast United States. We have very good weather here. It's a pretty place. And so that's a little bit about Tommy Breedlove and uh, me. I'm just so thankful to be here and grateful. And uh, thank you, brother. Oh, um, that, that was an amazing introduction. I can see you do a lot of interviews. Uh, <laughs> do a lot of talking. <laughs> um, I remember when, when we had our little meet and greet a few weeks ago, um, you told me a little bit about your story and, and it was very inspiring. And, and uh, I, I, I really loved it. And would you mind if we start with that and, and you share a little bit of this, this story of yours with us? before we go into, into uh, financial freedom and legendary life. I'd love to. Um, and that's why I love the name of your podcast, uh, Mia, The Fail Coach. And 
Um, I feel like I have a doctorate degree or I'm, I'm a, I'm a modern day, Michael, <laughs> modern day Michelangelo when it comes to failing. <laughs> and so, uh, so, uh, so I grew up in, um, a very hardworking part of the United States. Not many people went to university or college where I grew up and I had planned on being the first one to graduate college and to be more professionally successful from my neighborhood and from my family. And unfortunately, I grew up in and around violence, especially inside the home, a lot of violence and abuse. And for me, how that transpired in my life is I became what I hated and I became that violence. And so at 18 years old, instead of going to university or college, I unfortunately committed a violent crime. I uh, was looking at seven years in prison. Um, luckily, the felonies, what we call felonies here, were dropped down to heavy misdemeanors, which is a really good thing for me. And I was sentenced to two years and spent my 19th birthday incarcerated. Oh, and wow. um, so that was that was fail number one. But something really amazing happened to me when I was um, when I was in um, in jail is one of my first male mentors appeared in my life and it was an african-american gentleman which is unusual because people don't cross racial lines usually incarcerated and um, he saw something in me he mentored me he coached me he became uh, almost a father figure for me and uh, because of his guidance and his uh, love i uh, dusted myself out off when i got out i went to work for a nuclear waste container factory during the day, putting myself through community college at night, ended up at the University of Georgia, and then finally to Deloitte & Touche, which is one of the largest public accounting and financial firms in the world. So I literally went from jail to Deloitte in three years. Wow. So, so let's fast forward to fail number two. <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I, I am in evolution three of my life. So this finally, we're, we're getting my, my, my stuff together here, man. Or, we, or you like to say, or like we like to say, is getting our shit together, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so fast forward 15 years, and there I am. Uh, on the outside, I looked very successful. Had the cufflinks, the fancy car, the corner all-glass office on the top of a building big TV in my office, you know, shiny suit, all the shiny things, making a lot of money, prestige, uh, power, fame, you name it. I had it. But for some reason, I was still unfulfilled and ridiculously unhappy. And I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So, you know, I thought it was going to be, this is what was going to make me happy is things, money, titles, big paychecks, fancy stuff. And it didn't. And when that didn't make me happy, I turned to everything else, uh, really just everything else. And uh, there I was at 36 years old at the top of the financial world. And I literally woke up in a ditch in Atlanta wondering where I was and how did I get here? And um, looking up at the blue sky and said, brother, you got to do something about this. You can't stay there. And so that's when I said enough is enough. And I made me my full-time job. So I invested in my uh, mental fortress, my emotional fortress, my physical fortress, my business fortress, and my spiritual fortress just to be, you know, uh, like the Eminem song says, with the real Slim Shady, please stand up. It was like, will the real Tommy Breedlove please stand up? And uh, I, was, I was that guy before this transformation. You know, I couldn't show weakness. I was the tough guy, outwork you guy, cool guy, fun guy, powerful guy, guy that can get all the girls, which is all nonsense. And none of those things were actually me. And so when I transformed my life, the most amazing thing started happening to me, Miha. It was the... I, my, my friendships and my network went up 10x. These negative 
influences in my life just started disappearing. And I started developing this really powerful, loving, abundant minded, successful network. My marriage was the best it was ever has ever been. Um, uh, my friends, you know, I changed my friendships, but the most amazing thing happened to me professionally as well is I went from just by being a good guy, a good leader, and really just being me and, you know, self-respect, self-confidence, mastering that mindset, that, that inner voice that tells us we're not good enough. When I got control of that, that's when my income went up 5X. I went from junior partner to senior partner to international practice leader to an owner of the firm and elected to the board of directors at 39 years old. And so just by being a better guy, success and happiness and fulfillment appeared all around me. And at 39 years old, that's when this, this movement started happening. All these corporate executives, these uh, accountants, lawyers, bankers, you, know, you name it, um, entrepreneurs, they started reaching out to me wanting to know, I didn't give up my ambition. I didn't give up my drive. I still wanted to work hard and make a difference in this world, but I was happier, more fulfilled. My marriage was solid. I was, I was more peaceful in my heart and mind. And so all these people started asking me for help. And that's when my one-on-one -on -one coaching, my running my masterminds, I, it just appeared to me. And I didn't love working in financial consulting and accounting anymore. So I said, you know what? I'm going to leave at the top of the game. I'm going to sell my equity in this company. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go speak into people every single day to help them build and live legendary lives. Because I do believe we can have it all in life because I did it. And it's very hard work. It takes a big, hard look in the mirror, um, but I did it. <clears throat> and after I taught about uh, literally 50 to 100 more people what I did and how I did it and saw the success in their life, that's where the program, the movement, and this book, uh, Legendary, came to be. And it's just, it's great stories. It's a simple, quick read, but it's simple tools and tactics that you can put into your life every single day to live a life of purpose, financial confidence, and the things we talked about. And so that's a little bit about my story, brother. And thank you for letting me share it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an amazing story. Uh, tell, me, tell me one thing. Um, you know, you went... You went the full circle. I went the full circle, you know? We tried that other side of life, material, crazy, alcohol, other stuff, you know, waking up in, in strange places <laughs> and so on. But do, do, you think, do you think, you know, now that we look back, you know, we say, oh, you know, like that stuff really won't make you happy. It won't fulfill you and so on. But, you know, a lot of people um, haven't seen that other side. They haven't gone to, you know, fancy cars, big mansions, uh, uh, all that uh, blah, blah. D do you think that, you know, we have to go the full circle to figure out what really matters or is there a way to skip that part and uh be enlightened sooner miha that's that's that you just hit the nail on the head i don't want everyone to end up in you know a divorce end up in a ditch to make some massive integrity breach um that's the goal and so many of us and, and a lot of people around my network too it's almost like we have to hit bottom before we wake the hell up and start moving forward and my goal with this book, with my movement, with my coaching, with my speaking, with my masterminds is to prevent that from happening. And I want to talk about money for a second. And you and I both know this, Mia. Money is ridiculously important, 
for anyone that tells you it's not important, run from them um, yes. because they're broke. Um, but at the same time, <clears throat> here's the truth about money. Money is a mindset. Money is energy. And if you're an asshole, it's going to magnify that assholeness 1,000 times. If you're a really amazing human who wants to make impact in this world, it's going to magnify that goodness a thousand times. And here's the thing. I tell people all the time, um, I've, I've realized that the most important things in life aren't things at all. And so when you have money, it allows you to experience life better. It's okay to want a nice car or to eat a fancy meal. That's a-okay, especially if you're a good person. So I want people to make as much money as their hearts desire, but I want them to, you're, it's not ever going to feel that void inside of you that tells you you're not good enough. It's not going to give you that fulfillment or that higher meaning, but it does help you experience life and to do the fun things and to live more free than you would have without it. So money's super important, but it's not gonna feel that void inside. If you're angry, unhappy, unfulfilled, judgmental, um, if you're that with a lot of money, you're just going to be more unhappy, more unfulfilled. But if you're a really amazing, loving, abundant minded, compassionate person with a lot of money, you'll do a lot of good with it. So I just wanted to clarify that because it is important. No, that's, that's very good point here. And I think, you know, we need to talk more about this because, uh, one thing that I see very often is that good people say, oh, money will just corrupt you. We have to change that mindset because um, that's why we have so much of the bad people earning money because they just don't care, you know, about being bad and having money. And we have so many amazing good people who want to make an impact, who want to change the world, who are good, who consider money as, you know, yucky thing. And, but, but money, if you're a good person, will... Uh, amplify the reach that you can do um, uh, and, and, and you will be able to touch more lives and change more people and do more good. So I want all the people who are good souls to earn a shitload of money to become billionaires and then we can change the world for the better. Hell yeah. because, you know, I mean, let's be honest, it's not like politicians will do anything. So it's up to us <laughs> entrepreneurs. Um, oh, I love it. That's that, isn't that, isn't that the truth all around the world? <laughs> yes. Just politicians yes. get in the way. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, the, the sooner you figure out, okay, the politicians will not do anything for, for us, uh, the better you are. You just accept that. You say, you know, uh, fuck them. And, and, you know, let's be entrepreneurs. Let's earn a, uh, whole lot of money and then let's do a lot of good with that money with the power that comes but we will use it uh for doing great and amazing things you and i are seeing that right now i mean here um bill gates who's yes. become one of the one of the greatest philanthropists in the world just pledged i think a billion dollars to help fight the coronavirus pandemic I mean, how amazing is that? I mean, that's, that's a good person doing good things with money. And so there's, there's your prime example. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I never was a fan of Windows. Um, I switched to Mac uh, uh, about 15 years ago. And I never liked uh, uh, Bill Gates uh, when he was still at Microsoft. 
but you know, in all honesty, in the last few years, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of him as a person and what he's doing and how he's doing and the example that he's giving to other billionaires and successful people and how he is gathering them around his ideas and so on him and, and Warren Buffett. Um, like, like I truly love those two. I love them for everything that they're doing. And, uh, um, you know, um, they really earned, uh, so much respect, I think from all of us, uh, by doing what they do. I couldn't agree more. Um, and it's interesting. Um, I'm a fan of reading biographies of very powerful, famous people. And I read Titan, um, which is the biography of Rockefeller, which was probably the richest person that ever lived in the United States, if you, if you did it in today's money. And how he made his money was so ridiculously almost evil in a way. But later in life, he took all of that wealth and he built universities and libraries and did so much in the faith-based space. So it's never too late, even like I think the people on this call, you and I can attest to this, no matter what mistake you've made or what you've been through or what challenge you've had or what difficulty, you can always today start being an amazing, better person. You just have to choose to do so. Yes, you have to expect, accept what happened. I mean, I can't turn back the time. I know I was an asshole and, and a lot of other <laughs> things. No, I mean, I really was. I mean, you know, honestly, me too, if, I, if I would have like a coffee with Miha from 15 years ago, I would probably just, you know, like smack myself in the first 30 <laughs> seconds, stand up and, and just leave the room. I mean, that's like, I mean... Sometimes, because at one point in, in, in my coming back from the failures and, and you know, rediscovering myself, um, mm. um, I had this epiphany, like, you know, um, maybe it wasn't that, that there was something wrong with my ex-girlfriends. Maybe it was really me who wasn't somebody who should be in a relationship. And then the more I was thinking, I was almost judgmental that they uh, stayed with me for as long as they did. Because if I would have to date myself from 15 years ago, I mean, that relationship would be over in about five minutes. <laughs> hey, so I was like, you, know, hey like, you own it. You've held yourself accountable and you've moved on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the only thing you can do. I mean, as uh, uh, like, when maybe at one point when somebody does discover the time machine, we can go back and change some things. But, you know, right now, all we can do is just accept it for what it was. And like you said, make a decision to make different things and, and be a different person today. And that will change the future. I agree. And I think um, you make a, just such a good point. I believe, and this is, this is a core belief of mine, as human beings, it doesn't matter where we are around the world. The only true power we have and the only thing we're in control of is our choices, our mindset, and attitude. Choices, mindset, and attitude. And the only thing we can do with others, whether it's our planet, people, politicians, family members, significant others, is we can influence them, we can inspire them, we can lead them. We can listen to them, but we can't control anything else except our choices, our mindset, and attitude. And you and I chose 
to lean in, hold ourselves accountable, look deep in that mirror and take action to be happy, peaceful, more fulfilled without giving up our ambition or drive. That's the truth. Amen to that. Really. Yes. Um, you, you are so right. So right. Yes. Uh, one of the uh, quotes that I love quoting is uh, respect everyone, wait for no one. Because it's mm. your life, your dreams, your goals. You have to do what it takes for you to achieve that. And uh, not wait for anyone. Respect everyone, but you, you must not wait for anyone. It's up to you. Because at the end of the day or at the end of the life, when you look back, you'll have nobody but yourself to blame if, uh, if you'll have regrets. Uh, so one, true. One, one of the, one of, you know, like how uh, fear of failure, fear of success, those fears, you know, like they are not a good thing if you want to achieve anything in life. But I think that there is just one good fear to have and that's fear of regrets. Oh, that's beautifully said. I actually haven't heard that before, but um, it's funny. That's, that's one of the things in my book, Legendary, I talk right at the end is, and I don't say it in that way. I think that's a much more beautiful way to say it is I literally do not want to look back on my life and said, I wish I would have gone to this place or had this conversation or told this person I love them or tried this business adventure or, and, and so for me, I would rather die broke, but knowing I, I did everything in my power to be the best human being, to be the compassionate human being and to be the most successful I could be. And I burned the boats, man. I don't know if you've ever heard that, uh, you know, it's in all cultures where the great general, you know, lands on foreign soil and he burns the boats and is basically live, survive, win or die. And so to me, that's about not dying, you know, not living with regrets. It's a great analogy. And so I'm totally with you, brother. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, Tommy, you talk a lot about uh, financial freedom. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, how, building toward financial freedom. How do you inspire and help your clients and, and people around the world to, uh, to achieve the financial freedom? Because that's one of the two most important freedoms. And it's really only when we have the financial freedom plus the time freedom we have the most magical freedoms of them all which is for me the freedom of choice where we don't have to do anything but we choose to do things and that's the most powerful i think uh, place to be in when when uh, but financial freedom so important tell me so about true it. so true and so i believe it's a and it's like you said, it's one of the most important things. It takes time, it takes patience, and it takes action. So to me, there's two things in order to, to build toward financial freedom. I'm very grateful and blessed that I worked in some of the, the biggest financial firms in the world. So I, I, I was taught classical knowledge by some of the best on the planet. So I'm very fortunate that I chose the degree of accounting and then was in financial consulting for 20 years. So I have the tools and the skills to teach others and their businesses how to make money. But here's the thing, Mia, and you know this probably better than, better than most, is to build toward financial freedom first thing you've got to build is financial confidence and financial mindset. 
And then the second piece you got to build is the basic tools. It's just like mathematics. You start with arithmetic. There's some basic tools from budgeting to limiting debt to starting to save to starting to invest once you once you start getting your budget in order. So the first thing you got to build is your financial confidence and mindset. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And the second thing that you have to build is your basic tools and you start with arithmetic and then you move to multiplication, then division, then algebra, then trigonometry, then calculus. And that's just an analogy for you start basic and you learn basic skills. And there's a lot of great books. There's a lot of great teachers. I teach it, you teach it. So you teach people the basic skills of money management, money management, budgeting, cash flow, savings and investing and getting rid of debt. And then you start moving to more advanced things. But here's the truth. And this is the case in the United States. If you don't have financial confidence, if you don't have an abundance mindset, which means you think there's enough money in the world for everybody, and you don't believe you are worthy of money. I'll give you an example. We have something called the lottery here in the United States. <laughs> and people will win millions upon millions of dollars. Well, within five years, 99 out of 100 of those people are broke. It's because they didn't a, build their financial mindset and their financial confidence, and B, they didn't learn basic skills to help manage that money. And so those two things combined are the reason those people end up going broke. So it's a holistic, it's a holistic approach to building financial confidence. And I'll give you a couple of things to do. So if you're wherever you are around the world, the first thing you have to do is you have to surround yourself with people who are working toward being better. And what I mean by that, I'm talking about mentally, emotionally, and financially better. If you've surrounded yourself by very negative people, by very judgmental people, by angry people, and by broke people, guess what? You're going to be angry, judgmental, and broke. But if you start surrounding, and it doesn't matter where they are in life, they could just be starting out. But if they believe they're going to be successful and they're reading and they've hired a coach or they're listening to podcasts or they're going online to build themselves the skills and mindset and confidence to be successful, that's who you want to hang out with. And you want to read every single book you can get your hands on, on investing, savings, budgeting. Um, one of the best books in the United States, and I think it's worldwide now, and it's the basics of blocking and tackling of all things, money, budgeting, get rid of, get rid of debt, how to buy a house. It's called Total Money Makeover by, and I can't remember, Dave Ramsey. <clears throat> and it's a very yes, simple, yes. very simple way to start building your financial fortress, regardless of where you are. And so in United States terms, there was, there was a couple of times in my life that in United States terms, I know it's very different around the world, but I was what we would call the bottom 10%. I wasn't making very much money. Um, I had to work two jobs. I was putting myself through school a lot. I was having to, but I was working hard to get through that, to get through my education, to learn money, to be better. And so I've been there. And if no matter what situation you're in, I want to tell you, all you've got to do is look in the mirror and choose to do something different today. Invest in your financial confidence, your financial mindset, and your tools and skills so that you can become financially free. It takes time, but anyone can do it. Absolutely. And I love how you say surround yourself with the right people. Because I, I think this was like a research that proved that you are the average 
of five people that you hang out with the most. 100%. Um, 100%. So yeah, absolutely. I love it. I mean, you have to have that supportive environment. Uh, and we are social beings. We need the social support uh, of people around us and so on. So yeah, I absolutely love that. And then of course, yes, uh, do certain things. Yeah, I've read that book from, from, from Dave and uh, yes, a lot of the things apply for Europe as well. It's a bit different when it comes to real estate investing and things like yep. that because yep. we don't have same systems with the mortgages and so on and, and we have much higher down payments and, and you know, um, you can't uh, put things into tax deductible stuff and so there are differences but you know, with a little bit of tweaking, knowing the local laws and so on, um, a lot of that knowledge from that book can be applied uh, in every everybody's life, regardless where they are. And, and yes, I so, so, so agree. And uh, one thing, I, I don't know if, if you do know or not, but, um, you know, listeners of this podcast are entrepreneurs. Uh, the second thing, why most businesses fail is poor cash flow management Amen. and not enough, uh, not enough cash flow cushion to sustain through certain certain uh, turbulent times. The number one is product market fit, uh, that not being in place. But then the second one, immediately after the product market fit, is the cash flow. So yes, absolutely, I so so, so agree with what you're saying. Um, and I want to, I want to just go a little bit further on that because sure. this is super important because, sure. you know, I spent 20 years in that industry to help people manage their cash flows, to be more profitable, to get more efficient, to get more systematized. Here's what I think is super important for any entrepreneur. You do not have to become an accountant because you can hire that, but you can hire a good accountant. But what you have to understand is the blocking and tackling of basics of profitability, gross margin, cash flow, balance sheets, inflows and outflows, terms of how your cash works, how much reserve you have to have during ups and downs in the marketplace. Are you pricing your product right? Are you leveraging your product right with either debt, lines of credit? There's so many things. If any of those words that I just said are confusing to you, it's not if you're going to mess up badly, it's when. You've got to have some basic accounting, cash flow, profit, money knowledge so that A, people don't take advantage of you, and B, you can build and run a successful business. And so I just think that's critical that we talk about that. So I just wanted to bring that up. If any of those words were foreign to you or they didn't make sense, look them up now and get into it and get on it and start building your knowledge, especially during this time, you, you know, when you and I are talking, this is going to be evergreen material, but right now we're in a pandemic. So we're all locked in our houses. Uh, but this is the time to get some basic skills, especially around money, finance, and accounting to build a better future. And so I know I sound like a preacher up here, but I'm very passionate about this because I've seen too many damn good people and too many damn good businesses go out of business because A, you said it, they didn't understand their market, their product, and their customer. But B, they did understand that and they didn't know how to run their money, which is just ridiculous. And so, um, so I'm very passionate about what you just said. No, no, absolutely. And I'm glad that you expanded on that because it's really 
really, really so important. I mean, yes, product market fit, it starts with that because, you know, if you don't have a product market fit, you ain't going to generate any cash flow. But then the <laughs> second thing immediately, uh, once you start generating cash flow, you need to know how to really manage it. And absolutely, a CEO, an owner, you need that basic financial literacy, um, you know, Yes, you can have accountants. Yes, you will have a CFO later on and so on. But you need to understand the basic KPIs, the basic numbers, um, understand how you look at them. Uh, so absolutely mandatory knowledge for every entrepreneur, every business owner out there. You need to have that knowledge. You need to understand that so i'm i'm super glad that you 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 brought it up and and that you expanded on that uh absolutely um tommy um yes yes sir <laughs> now how how do we how now how do we build and live a legendary life so the first thing you've got to do is you've got to make a choice to participate in your own rescue you have to make that choice if there's some aspect of your life whether it's your happiness, your peace of mind, your time, your money, your relationships. And that's what life is all about. It's time, relationships, love, peace of mind, happiness, and financial health and, and physical health. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor, but physical health is super important. Yes. Otherwise, the rest of it doesn't really matter. So I'm taking that like into consideration. Um, and so for me, I, I do believe to the deepest of my soul, because I've seen it in myself, I've seen it in my clients, I've seen it in my mastermind groups that we can truly have it all in life. And the reason I picked the word legendary and then I'll go, what does, le what does building and living a legendary life mean? I'll go a little further into that. Please but the reason, I, the reason I chose the title legendary in a world of constant self-promotion, especially on social media where everybody is Facebook and Instagram fabulous, no one's really being truthful with you know, what they're really struggling with. And to me, legendary, if you and I, Mia, were starting to call ourselves legends, people would laugh us out of the room. However, when we pass away or when we live this life, the title legendary is given to us by our communities, our peers, our colleagues, our family, and the people we, we influence. And you can either be a great legend um, here in the United States, like a Martin Luther King, or you can be a really shitty legend and Europe's been filled with them for a long, long time, you know, for, especially in the 1940s, thirties and twenties. Right. I mean, you can be a really yes. horrible legend as well. And so <clears throat> for me to build and live a legendary life, it's a life filled with purpose, i.e. a higher calling. It's about building financial confidence and becoming financially free. It's about reconquering our time. And if you use the word, I'm busy, that is code for someone else's prioritizing your time and not you. So to me, living a legendary life is about reconquering our time. It's about understanding our personal mission statement and what we stand for, who we fight for and where we're going. It's about blocking out the noise of society, media, and not really giving a shit what everybody else thinks. It's about developing our inter inner circles, our internal boards of directors, and finally, it's about mastering that mindset, that inner critic that tells you you're not good enough. And ultimately, 
ultimately cultivating unconditional love for yourself and self-respect and self-confidence so that you can unconditionally love your friends, your significant other, your family, your network, and your employees. And finally, it's about living the good life, you know, experiencing life, tasting life, smelling life, resting well, taking care of your heart, mind, and soul. And so for me, I believe we can have it all in life. I believe it's hard work. I believe we have to choose to invest in ourselves every single day for a couple of hours so that we can go serve others fully and serve our businesses fully. But if I can do this, and I'm telling you, I, I come from humble beginnings. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've hurt a lot of people. But for the past 10 years, I've been on, living on the right side of karma, brother. <clears throat> if I've seen it. I've seen I've seen it in myself. You've seen it in yourself. I've seen it in countless, countless of clients I've helped all around the world. So if we can do it, anybody can do it. And so I'm a firm believer. I'm so damn passionate about this work that I do believe every single human being on earth has the right to build and live a legendary life. Absolutely. I mean, you know, um, I, I, if I just look at myself, like, you know, there's really nothing special, you know, I'm not uh, extra intelligent. I mean, I'm not stupid, uh, but you know, I mean, <laughs> like really like nothing really special. And if I was able to uh, achieve what I achieved, and I mean, I'm, I'm by far not over and not done with it. I mean, I have crazy big ideas and goals still in the making, but you know, just being where I am, uh, which is better than, than most people that I know it, it, when it comes to being and living a happy life. Um, anybody can really like, I mean, I see so many smarter people around me, more hardworking, uh, more holding themselves accountable and so on. So, I mean, everywhere I look, I see people who have way more in terms of, you know, internal resources to do what I did and even better because they, they have more of, of, of that. I mean, so, um, yeah, amen to that. I mean, everybody can, every single person can, um, if, if they make a decision and if they start and do the, take the action. Small steps, you know, dream big, but start small. <clears throat> you know, if you went, you know, if you're, you're out of shape and you went to the, to work out or the gym for the first time, you don't want to go in there and run 10 miles because you'll burn yourself out. But if you start every single day, if you want to get in shape, you know, you start walking five minutes a day, then 10 minutes a day, then 15 minutes a day, then you add a push up here and there. Um, eventually, you're going to get in shape. The same thing goes with your mindset, you know, reconquering that voice inside your head that tells you you're not good enough. The same goes with your emotional health. The same goes with your physical health, your financial and business health. It's just a matter of investing in yourself a little bit every day to be a little bit better than we were yesterday. And in 365 days from now, you'll be shocked at how far you've come, how happier you are, how better your relationships are, and how better your business and money is. But you've got to choose to do the damn work. Nothing in life is easy. All of those things. And hey, I love a good cold beer. I love a good whiskey. I love a good glass of wine. <clears throat> but, you know, if you drink 25,000 of them a night, it's, you know, you're going to feel good in short term, but long term, you're going to be in really bad shape. <laughs> you know, anything in life worth having, whether it's health, money, success, it's hard work, but anybody can do it. You just got to step in and step up. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Tommy, tell me. Um, who should find you? Where can they find you? I mean, 
I'll, uh, I have all your links and I'll, of course we will include all of your links in the show notes. So to the audience, if you want to reach out and get in touch with Tommy and things that he does, just click it, click down to the show notes, but you know, um, I'll let you invite them uh, as well. Uh, totally. And so what I'm doing right now, because I think it's critically important. Uh, first thing, I'm all over social media now. <clears throat> I'm, I'm constantly writing good content, inspiring content, money content, mindset content, and just putting goodness out into the world because I think the world needs a lot of light. And so you can find me on Instagram at Tommy Breedlove. Facebook, my professional page is Legendary Choice, but you can also find me by just typing in Tommy Breedlove. Same thing on LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, but what I'm doing right now is, um, and I hope I hope I'm understandable because my Southern accent gets in the way <laughs> sometimes. No, no um, it's, it's perfect. Oh, awesome. But if you go to TommyBreedlove.com forward slash gifts, what we're doing right now is we're giving away the financial freedom chapter as well as the mastering your mindset chapter, because I think those are two of the most critical things that people need to begin their legendary journey. And what we'll also give you is a one page document on my purpose. I believe we all have a purpose in this life and it changes during the season, but we all have one. And so I share my purpose with you in my short purpose formula so that you can find your own. And that'll help you give you more happiness, peace of mind and fulfillment in life. So we're giving away two free chapters right now, as well as my purpose exercise. And hopefully you'll build one on your own. And it's, it's tommybreedlove.com forward slash gifts and you can find me on social media at Tommy Breedlove. So thank you for letting me share that. And check out Perfect. the book, by the way, the, my book, Legendary. It's a, a national bestseller here in the United States now. It's a simple read. It's a fun read. It's a quick read. And it's got all of the tools, you know, tools, actionable, simple tools that you can put in your life today to start building and living a legendary life, building that financial confidence, mastering your mindset, reconquering your time. So check out my book, Legendary as well. And it's available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you name it. It's available everywhere. Um, do you, is it also available on Apple Books? The, the, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Electronic? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, cool. I'm going to go and buy it right away. Um, oh, thank you, brother. And also, um, we're, we're at the very end of editing the audible book. So if you like my voice, I don't know if you like it or not. It doesn't matter. Um, I, the audible book will be out in probably the next three weeks. I'm super excited about that as well. Perfect. Uh, Tommy, uh, purpose. Um, I, I, I find myself often talking with my guests on, on the topic of purpose. Um, and I want to ask you, what do you think, uh, or what's your opinion? Do we find purpose or does the purpose find us once we are ready? I think, uh, what a beautiful question. Um, I think if you go looking for it, you'll find it. Um, so many of it find it the wrong way. <laughs> 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 I think the people on this podcast are, are, are examples of that. I think, I think if you find yourself looking at the stars at night or staring at the ceiling, or you've had, or, or you're just wondering, why am I here? it's never too late to go out there and find your purpose. And I have a really simple thing I can share with you in just a second to help you find it. But I also think your purpose changes depending on the season of your life. And I think in my case, my purpose found me. And it sounds like that is yours case as well as I never intended to leave large financial consulting and public accounting. But when the road signs got too big and the voices in my heart and head got too strong and said, look, 
you got to go do this. You love it. You're fulfilled by it. You're an amazing coach. You're an amazing mentor. You help people. You serve people. Get out there and do it, damn it. And the thing that was hard for me to leave is I was making a ton of money, but I knew I would never be fulfilled and happy if I didn't chase this dream to go and build this coaching and speaking and mastermind practice that I have. And so I believe it, it finds you. And if you don't know what yours is right now, it's never, you can go find it. And I'm going to, I'm going to give it really quick. This is really simple. Go ahead. Finding your, finding your purpose is both an art and a science. So it's, it, but here's where you can begin. I want you to write down all of the things that you're really talented at or really good at doing. And if you don't know what those are, because you're modest, go ask your closest friends, family, network, colleagues, people that you work with, ask them what your superpowers are. You're good. You have them. We all have them. We all have our God given talents. The second thing I want you to ask yourself of those God given talents, which ones do you enjoy the most? So that's important. So, and the third thing I want you to ask yourself is what do you believe your community, society, yourself, or this beautiful planet needs? And so when you combine those three, your God-given talent with something you enjoy doing and you're serving something greater than yourself, what do you think the world needs? And a better way to ask that is what pisses you off because what pisses you off is what you think the world needs. When you combine those three things together and you, and you start executing on that, that is your purpose. And it can be inside your business or outside your business or hopefully both. And so that's a really quick way of finding your purpose. Oh, wow. That really does does sound, uh, um, yeah, really, really good advice. I never <laughs> heard it said in that way before. So uh, my experience was a little bit different because, you know, I, I found that freedom of choice. And then, you know, you think before you find it, you think, oh, once I have the freedom of choice, I will just permanently lie on the bitch sip cocktails and and that's it for the rest of my life and i mean i've I been started, there brother <laughs> yeah and i i did i did that and after three days um i got so so freaking bored and i just uh, took out my phone uh meetup app where are my fellow entrepreneurs and and i just went for a few meetups and the rest is history but yeah i mean after three days of what i thought uh, doing nothing uh, will be uh, like. Um, I got so bored and uh, yeah, I kind of fell into the whole thing. That's why I kind of believe that the, uh, the, your purpose finds you when you're ready, but you have to find that freedom of choice where you actually, you know, the point where you don't have to do anything, but you, you choose to do certain things. And what you choose is probably your purpose your passion uh thing that 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 really motivates you and gets you going well said my brother and for but us, i like the, i love your exercise for us the entrepreneur i mean a major portion of our purpose is it is our business because we're that damn passionate about it but it's not everything you know and so we've got to bring our purpose into our business i'm very fortunate in my calling as life is to help entrepreneurs and executives and ambitious people live their best life holistically. And so that's my calling in life for now. It might change, right? I, my purpose might change. It might, something else might find me later in life. But I think what you just said is so very true. I mean, I love how you say holistically, you know, I, I think you are the only person 
that I've heard use that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm always referring to, you know, if you are the business owner, the entrepreneur, you need to look at your whole business holistically because, you know, uh, if, if, you're, if you're just focused on marketing, but whom? Maybe you made too many sales, now you can't deliver. So, you know, mm. but I love how, how you use that word. It, I, I think it's so underused and it, it's so important because you always have to balance things out. I mean, if, if you are not taking care of different parts of your life, I mean, yeah, you can be a billionaire, but then, you know, those billions. <laughs> you'll be a, you'll be a miserable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, they won't help you, uh, you know, um, stay health, stay alive if, if you get certain sicknesses that can't be cured with money. And, mm. you know, there's plenty of them that can't be cured with money because there's just no cure. Um, so no matter how rich you are, it ain't going to help you. Um, so I really love how you use the word holistic. Um, Tommy. Uh, my last question. I mean, can you imagine that we are already talking for about an hour? I know. It's, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. And the fact uh, that we're on separate continents is so cool. I mean, how cool is it to live in this time and age, right? No, absolutely. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, so my last question, what's the last golden nugget of wisdom that Tommy would love to share with the audience? I think it's a two-handed set of wisdom that was given to me a long time ago. The first one is you have to choose to participate in your own rescue. And what I mean by that, whether you're not happy with your business life, your financial life, your relationship life, your time, is you have to choose to participate in your own rescue. And the second thing is... Um, the, the second piece of wisdom I have, no matter, and you've heard two people on this call, no matter what bad choices you've made, what mistakes you've made, how big or how small, how many difficulties you have, where you come from, or what you've experienced, you can choose, choose to live your life and stop living that story you're telling yourself. And when you live your life and not your story, you can be the writer at the, of the ending of your story. So participate in your own rescue and choose to write the ending of your story the way you want to write it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Tommy, this was a, an amazingly pleasurable uh, uh, conversation. Uh, I think I said, I, I hope I said that right. You know, sometimes, yeah, um, you know, good English enough. Is only, I understood it. <laughs> yeah, English is only my third language. So sometimes I fuck up with some words, but uh, hopefully not too many times. But yeah, I mean, it, it was really, really amazing talking to you. I so, so much appreciate you for really just who you are, what you do, what you're bringing to this world, how you're helping people. And of course, I'm, I'm, I'm also very grateful that you took some time off uh, your schedule to hang out here with me on this call so that we were able to record this. Um, I think you are bringing super powerful message to people and I will be very, very happy to share your message with my audience. And I so appreciate you for who you are and what you do. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. Hey, uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you and humbled to be here. And uh, please reach out if I can help anybody with anything. I love you all. Seriously. Love, love to everyone.